I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. Final half hour of the program today. Two segments remain. We're going to try to cover a lot of ground in these final two segments. As you've been listening to this program throughout the week, you'll have noticed that we are paying particular attention to the race for attorney general here in the state. While we are facing a coronavirus, there is still a state to be run and there are still elections taking place and there are still very important decisions that you and I will need to make when we step into the ballot box uh, this year to decide who will occupy the various uh, positions in state government. One of those positions is that of attorney general. It's important. It is the top law enforcement official uh, in the state, currently occupied by Sean Reyes. Before Sean Reyes, the position was occupied by a name, man named John Swallow. Now, you know that name. Uh, you've heard a lot about him, both during his uh, time in the Utah House of Representatives, uh, then in various other capacities, ultimately as uh, Attorney General. Uh, he resigned from that position. Uh, that gave way to the Sean Reyes now occupying uh, the office of attorney general. Uh, and now John Swallow just last week has made it known that he would like to regain his uh, position as attorney general. He joins me now. Uh, Mr. Swallow, sir, it's been a number of years since you and I have last spoken, uh, and I'm grateful to be doing so again. How are you? Hi, Lee. I'm doing great. Thanks for the time today on the show, and it's nice speaking with you again as well. Yeah. Here's how I want this conversation to go. I want to uh, talk to you as if you are a fresh, brand new candidate. Uh, you've got some history uh, and, and folks who are aware of that, uh, they, they already know uh, your background. Let's look forward. Uh, and let me ask you this. Should you convince Utah voters that you, again, are worthy of occupying uh, the office of attorney general uh, and you uh, assume that position, and on day one, as the state's top law enforcement official, uh, w what are your priorities? Where do you steer your attentions on day one? Well, thanks, Lee. That's a great question. And um, I would just want to say I appreciate the introduction. Um, as you know, I had an experience, as your listeners know, I had an experience where vicious and unfounded allegations were made. A lot of mud was thrown, and I was um, wholly exonerated um, at every level which really can only occur if it was a political uh, attempt on me, like it was on President Trump. And so one of the things that I'm taking from my experience, and one of the reasons I'm running, is because I had an unusual experience that let me know that those in positions of government power are in a position to abuse their power without what we call checks and balances. One of the first things I will do as a new attorney general is I will open a new division in the office. I'll take it from current budget resources, which I understand very well as the former attorney general and former chief deputy attorney general. 
and I will open a division called the Public and Business Protection Division. And what that will focus on is providing resources to investigate every allegation um, by a member of our community, a citizen or a business, about and regarding the abuse of government power. Because as you probably know, statutorily, the Attorney General is, like you said, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer. They're also the highest public safety officer. And part of the role of an Attorney General, as I well know from my experience, is pushing back against government abuse of its power, protecting the liberties and the rights of our families and our businesses. And particularly now as we're struggling and we're going to be struggling to come out of this terrible situation that we're in with our economy, it's going to be important to make sure that, that uh, businesses uh, and families are not being over-regulated by very aggressive people in government. So that'll be the first thing that, that I'll do. I listened to a conversation you had last week with uh, Doug Wright. I was riveted by the back and forth between you two. And one of the things you mentioned was that you uh, were prompted to run for this position again after uh, seeing what President Trump went through during the impeachment proceedings. You mentioned that just a moment ago. Talk a little bit more about that. Talk, talk about the, the moment you decided uh, that running for this office again was right for you. Well, actually, the moment I decided that running for it was right for me was on the morning of the day I signed up when I realized that no one else besides those who are currently in the field were going to be running. I, I kept hoping that someone I could really support would get in the race and, and didn't see anybody coming forward. Uh, but my experience that I referred to on Doug, on Doug Wright's show was uh, while I was watching the proceedings in the House, particularly before Christmas, and I, I recognized the, the pattern the pattern that's out there now that we need to stand up against, and that is that, that people, as soon as they have a little authority, as, as they suppose, will, um, will flex their muscles and really don't care. I mean, since the very day Donald Trump was elected and, and uh, sworn into office, people have been trying to interrupt his presidency. And there's something wrong when someone or a group of people in power decide to interrupt an elected official, uh, someone by the voice of the people who's been installed and given responsibilities. He was the president, is the president, and for us to interrupt him or for his political enemies to interrupt him is an interference into the rights of the American people. For the people who did this to me, for them to be able to interrupt the office of the attorney general, it's not about me, it's about the office, was something that was really uh, concerning to me. And when I saw it unfolding again with President Trump, it just, it just brought it back. And I asked myself that, a question over the next couple of months. What is it that can be done not to, not to get back in a position where I can somehow vindicate myself? I've been exonerated. It's not about me. But what, what needs to be done in our country and in our state to reinstall checks and balances or accountability to those who exercise the awesome power of an agency head, a government worker, or even a prosecutor, which currently has very few checks and balances. And so that was the feeling, that was the motivation that drove me to open the door, to explore with my family, to consider running back into the forest fire, if you will, to find uh, a victim in that fire that needed to be saved and to set up a system of checks and balances where this type of abuse can never happen again and, and to protect the rights and the liberties of people in Utah and their businesses from threats. And, and the threats happen every day. Today, I received a phone call from someone who said that he was in a business deal with someone and it went sour. And the person said, well, I know uh, my father-in-law knows someone who knows Attorney General Reyes and we're going to come and make this right. And lo and behold, a few months later, 
the phone rang. And this is the type of abuse that really drives me crazy. And that's, that what, that's what needs to be fixed in our state and in our country. And having a unique set of experiences like I've had, I'm qualified to understand the problem. And firsthand, I saw the abuses and the flaws in our system. And that's what I want to go and address. All right. John Swallow, candidate for attorney general here in the state of Utah, uh, once occupied the position, would like to do so again. Grateful to you for your time. Great talking to you again, and I uh, look forward to talking to you further as this race continues. Uh, stay healthy. Thanks again for your time, and I wish you and your family the very best. Thank you, Lee. You too. Safety to everybody out there. All righty. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, uh, it's that fun time of the week where producer Amy and I get together, we bring out the broom, and we sweep up everything that didn't quite make it onto the program, and we dump it all into the final segment of the week. That's next. Producer Amy, my guest on this program, coming up on KSL News Radio.